0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, we're back. We got interrupted there, but I uh, thought we would just take a break at uh, 1230. We're trying to be real time here, but there's lots going on for the, the holiday, Thanksgiving, etc. So uh, so we're just talking about ARM. It makes a lot of sense why we're doing this. It actually makes sense that uh, it's Edge Solution, um, and I've kind of you a sense of where we're at. Um, and... It, it, it kind of plays into that any device story for VMware, uh, cloud to edge, right? So any device anywhere, including virtualization, uh, you can see where once you've got ESX running, uh, you could also then uh, get c- uh, containers involved there so that we could have a container strategy there. So if you want to run containers on small devices, you can. Um, uh, there's a large set of 64-bit platforms. They have a slide on that 64-bit ARM. Um, it's not just Raspberry Pis. Raspberry Pi is one of the uh, one of just kind of a fun one that they're doing. But there's also platforms they call out in the, in the slides. So um, ARM platform standards, uh, a bunch of standards there. There's I/O standards there. So they're kind of looking at you know wh- how to how to how to plug. Uh, Plug the standards into building uh, ESX for for these multiple platforms. I could see uh, that makes sense. Um, they did do the uh, resilient edge demo at uh, VMworld 2018 uh, in Vegas. So it was part of the keynote, um, so we did d- demonstrate uh, some of this some of this work on ed- x86 and ARM. Uh, so they they talk a little bit about that. Um, and then, uh, you know, they, they, they do have a, hey, this is what it looks like. We've got it up. We've got it running. Uh, you can SSH into the, into the box and, and see that they actually have it running uh, on there. While the Pi is re- realistically too constrained for practical use, the demo of ESXi Pi represents a promise that VMware understands edge solutions to include low-end resource constrained devices, and that esxi will scale across a full set of edge components so this gets back to there are plenty of arm based uh, solutions with standards that they 're working on they just did the the Raspberry Pi one to make a point that in fact you can uh, you can run on these guys um, and uh, they claim that it boots in 400 megabytes uh, of RAM. So uh, that gives you a whole 600 meg uh, for a really small other OS, right? Which, uh, having installed a bunch of raspberries, you can definitely um, do that if you want to. Um, so, um that's what they're doing. That's the that's the that's the story behind Raspberry Pi. It's basically we're they're showcasing what our arm uh, edge compute uh, model will look like. They don't particularly think that it'll, the the this will be relevant for Raspberry Pis, but it'll be res- relevant for ARM-based small node uh, edge-type um, environments where you call that the edge gateway, where you're running multiple VMs to uh, provide uh, edge services to your your things, right? So the Internet of Things, which I think is pretty cool. Uh- uh, which is what we're doing kind of in the makerspace at the same time, just showing you how to collect data from these things, pull the data back. Uh uh, and get it up to AWS to, to use that data in, in various, various places. Uh, we don't actually uh, use in our labs. We don't, we don't try to use the edge gateway model. We just uh, grab the data from the things. Uh, the IoT Pulse uh, app does run um, uh, on the Raspberry Pi, so it acts almost as a small edge gateway uh, that then can proxy the data back to various places, and the iot pulse leota a-, a-, a framework can you know you can you can direct your data uh, from that edge uh, gateway running on the Raspberry Pi uh, off to off to the the places in your hybrid cloud on prem private or public cloud environments uh, so so that makes sense so that's kind of uh, the whole idea there and when you get out into amazon reinvent the reason we think it's neat for amazon reinvent is that there are a lot of people building edge type um, applications uh, hardware and software and a lot of these a lot of the guys um, that are that are in the startup land are coming in building devices building the software for the devices building the cloud services for the devices and uh, that's... Kind of sometimes what AWS type of people are there to experience. And since we're in the uh, area, we thought the Leota Pulse, that whole environment is kind of fun to look at and provide solutions and let people learn about VMware. At the same time, give the VMware ecosystem, uh, the community ecosystem, a place to congregate and come in and see what this is all about and learn what. What it's all about. So uh, that's why we're there. Uh, That's why the community team's there. We have V Brownbag with Alistair there. That's the idea behind that. Is that uh, V Brownbag has brought some community talks there, so that uh, the community can can congregate. Uh, We're going to have a a table that we'll be able to share some stickers uh, and and engage with people. Uh, and then it's a, an, an, an outbound social activity. So you've probably seen me start to tweet a lot more over the last week or so, talking about setting up, getting ready, just to let everybody know that, hey, the world is changing. VMware is there. We have 15 different products that run out on Amazon natively uh, that you can use uh, as part of our Amazon web service uh, portfolio. Uh, At the same time, uh, you might want to be augmenting your data center services on-prem with uh, AWS uh, compute resources. That's VMC and AWS is perfect for that, Uh, and so. You know, we want to make sure that uh, we're inclusive of that and making sure that our community programs get out to where you guys are at. We obviously have VMUGs. We're always supporting VMUGs and making sure that in your towns we have ways to engage, but also getting to some of the the big uh, places out there that are game-changing that we're also impacting. And I, I like it because I've always seen VMware be able to turn direction, right? They're not just in love with their own direction they're also in love with where the apps are going where the compute infrastructure is going where the network infrastructure is going where storage infrastructure is going and let me tell you it is moving fast um, it's moving fast when we talk about the ways that people can build uh, new apps uh, serverless app uh, infrastructure uh, some of the, uh, the you know some of the stuff is uh, a little bit esoteric when you start you know talking about app objects that are you know delivering all over the place but um, very you know that's that's where the where the industry is going and i think vmware keeps up with that and forces the community to keep up with it as well so uh fun times uh, over the next week as we uh, keep moving forward. Um, we will be there. And then after that, we, we come back and we'll start doing more traditional uh, community-oriented stuff that we're working you know, with the groups looking into 2019. Uh, I think everybody will take a, a week off and uh, recharge because between VMworld uh, US, VMworld Europe, and now uh, Amazon reInvent, uh, we have been on the road; it feels like for uh, a lot of the time. Um, so that'll be it'll be nice to get a little bit of time off before we hit it again. But uh, looking forward to seeing everybody again next week, as as we get there. Once we get back, we'll start uh, doing some more traditional podcasts uh, where we'll get some people in on uh, so many of these new products that are out there, and. Uh, People to come in and talk about, you know, how it's going, where they're at. Um, We seem to be buying a new cloud service, um, either a platform as a service or uh, application as a service once a quarter. So there's plenty of people to interview when it comes to uh, doing this stuff. All right. So that's where we're at there. Sorry, this has been a little bit choppy, but thought I would just take everybody through Um, the tweet that I did about uh, ESXi on Raspberry Pi. uh, Now I've done that, talked about the strategy behind it. Um, I met everybody, got uh, great feedbacks. Uh, A lot of people said, if I don't improve this audio, it's really hard to listen to. Um, We Tend to have different audio standards with the podcast when it comes to doing live versus pre recorded. Since we do everything live, we get what we get at the moment we get it. Um, we do have good mics and we do have reasonably good audio gear. Uh, the trouble has been we've been splitting it between Facebook and um, Out to Talk Shoe. Oddly enough, when I listen to audio in my headphones here when I'm doing this podcast, the audio is perfect. Right. Um, in my headphone, what I hear, what I think I'm uh, broadcasting, sounds really nice, deep, rich, perfect audio. When I get go listen to TalkShoe, it seems like it's um, roll the dice. And there's a couple things that seem to go on with TalkShoe. One, I think they Compression. Uh, they do real-time audio, so I think they're also doing compression to, to manage uh, storage or real-time streaming out to people that are dialed in. And so the quality of the audio degrades just by the fact that they're doing work to save the audio and do live streaming. Because we have, uh, this is one of the few podcasts where you can dial in. We do it real time. Uh, if you talk to John Troyer, or some of these other guys, everybody is even, uh, you know, the the, the the common podcasts that are out there now, um, virtual speaking and others. All those guys don't, no, but none none of them do it live. They're all doing pre-recorded podcasts and then publishing a really beautiful, you know, uh, podcast based on. Um, non-live engagement. So uh, one of the problems we have is that when we start going live, we want to have twenty, thirty people be able to dial in on the call. It drives us back to talk shoe, And then the audio quality on talkshoe we have not met ma- mastered yet Oddly enough, the audio quality on Facebook Live tends to be really good. For whatever reason, when we record it, it sounds a lot like what it sounds like when I have my headphones on. So we are still trying. We got a lot of feedback from both VMworlds on audio quality. We are going to try to improve that when we get back in December. See if we can get both, um, both of them working correctly. Just... As an example, uh, TalkShoe just went, gave me a big red flag going, hey, uh, your internet connection is weaker than it needs to be right now. And so I have a feeling audio quality just went south. Now it's back green again. So there is also the real time nature of the internet and how well the internet is working when it's recording uh, my audio. Back up onto TalkShoe. To but we are going to look at it in December, so that's one other thing we'll do uh, into into the next year is we'll look at the uh, audio quality. Um, some other feedback I got for VMworld, which I, I thought was really good, uh, was you know kind of the no news jump right into the show. Um, and And get into the show soon don't spend the first ten minutes talking about the news I don't care about the news um, which is great feedback. Um, I also get feedback the opposite way right which is hey we like the banter we like the guests and the banter and the chatting from the community members um, and when I drop the news and drop that and we just get into the show content, um, we get people that uh, also give me feedback on the other side of the house. Um, I listen to that Um, if I, I I like to keep the news shorter actually and uh, it's less rambling. So uh, if I, can we will try to ramble less, keep news shorter, uh, just because I think it's more relevant to get to the guests and get to the subjects versus listening to me like you are doing right now. So sorry about that, but it is Thanksgiving and it's a holiday podcast. I just there's nobody in the building. I just came in, sat in the podcast studio, and thought I would just talk a little bit about AWS next week. So here we go. Um, so we got feedback from VMworlds. One uh, somebody else gave me uh, some good. Uh, good ideas. They would like a once a quarter podcast uh, throwback podcast. Go back and look at some of the old topics and some of the old school things that have been happening IT and take a topic and talk about it. So... Whether it's uh, connecting through UUCP before the internet uh, existed, uh, we set up SCO Unixes and we had networks of SCO Unixes that uh, would talk out to uh, UUCP servers delivering mail and creating kind of a quasi internet, even though there wasn't an internet. So those throwback things to old uh, CPUs and you know, old versions of VMware. So I got some feedback that some of that stuff was really neat and that we should be teaching new people that are joining IT some of the old history behind IT uh, one so that the, there's a deeper knowledge that everybody has around how we got here, and then two, you know, helping people not make the same mistakes that uh, that we've all lived through uh, multiple times. So I thought that was a neat idea. So thanks for the feedback of people that uh, kind of uh, talked a little bit about uh, what they liked about the podcast and what they didn't like about the podcast. So uh, thanks for that. Um, We enjoy doing it. Uh, We have been absent the last couple of weeks because we were on the road for VMworld. Uh, We were on the road. We're getting on the road for AWS, and there hasn't been a a moment uh, to spare. That's it. So things I'm thankful for, uh, I am thankful for uh, the team. That, that we work uh, with and the friends that I've made and the, the people that have generally been nice to me even though I, I don't think really I deserve it and but the great people that have worked around me over the over the over the years but I think my strategy for the community has been enable the community uh, protect the community and give people that are listening to this the ability to uh, run their own communities right so the idea of the FE expert program was to enable enable everyone to be evangelists to run their own outbound sharing capability um on my twitter thing i'm a community guy and some people ask are you you crazy are you serious about that and uh, i am a community guy i'm a community guy in the sense that i I love sharing. I love to be able to teach and share. And I can't teach that much because I'm not that smart of a guy, but I love the idea and maybe it's because I'm not that smart of a guy. I love when people teach me that I can go read something, see how William Lamb is doing it, see how some of these other great people are doing it. Um and then just learn it because it's hard for me because I'm actually not that smart. And so being able to manage systems and learn how to manage systems and solve problems and get things up and running uh, from everyone else, uh, I've always depended on that. And uh, so when I moved into marketing uh, from uh, engineering, I was an engineer for probably 10 or 15 years. Before that, I was an IT administrator before I went into engineering. Uh, I did two degrees. I did one in, uh, computer science and I did another one in marketing. Uh, so I was dual track and I bounced back and forth. Um, I like uh, learning from people I like enabling the sharing um, when you talk marketing I like enabling you know the thousand 1500 1, and 2,000 V experts that can actually they have done this that have built out data centers that have done their VC uh, VCDX uh, presentations and got approved these are the guys that can help everybody else that maybe will never have the brains or the smartness or the time to go get their VCDX right um, what we want to do is take these VCDX And and share it, right? Share that knowledge. Uh, And uh, this is what the the community programs have been. So, what I'm thankful for is that I get to spend my days uh, helping you guys help everybody else, right? And promoting these great people. And sometimes people think that I think I'm greater, that I should be a leader of these people or whatever. And it's like, no, I'm not that caliber of a person. What I am is, a, you know, I'm a program manager. I can help and I can try to build some programs to help those people. I will never be as good an administrator. I will never be as good a, a PowerShell scripter um, uh, as, as, as a lot of the people out there. But uh, it is fun to enable everyone to be able to share this stuff and promote these people that are doing really great work. And that's been uh, one of the things I'm most thankful for. And then uh, having a team of people in, uh, in the marketing group that, that we run called Communities that is actually there to also do that same charter. Right? It's not about us. It's about everybody in the community that's creating the content, that are doing a great job, uh, and that are learning and sharing. And then building platforms and programs that help other people learn how to learn, right? So people make fun of cloud credibility sometimes, right? Because it's a lightweight platform, Um, but it has grown up. It has some really serious content in it now. But the idea is if you're new to our ecosystem and you want to learn how to learn, who do I follow? Where do I follow? What do I need to learn? Um, That we have an entry place that you can come in and start learning who the 2,000 v experts are, how to follow them, what type of information I want to learn, whether it's vSAN or whether it's that. Uh, if I can onboard people into experiencing the community as I know it, then that's a great thing. So I'm thankful that I've been able to uh, engage with everybody this year and try to promote um, The likes of everybody that's doing such great content out there, all the bloggers, the thousand bloggers we have, the 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 CloudCred players themselves, the H O L people, all the support people for H O L, to all the V experts and everybody that's out there, to everybody that's just tweeting neat things. Uh, I'm thankful for the being able to engage with everybody and engage with the people on my team. Who also just work a lot, right? I think in the community business, the community business is a thankful, is a thank. Everyone thanks you, but you they do not really know there is never an end uh, to the to the amount of work we have to do. There's always more work to be done. There's always more retweeting. There's always more. Uh, promotion of the content. There's always more metrics to get that upstairs. There's always more funding that we need to do. And the community team, whether it be Corey Romero, uh, Tommy Berry, uh, Kripa, uh, Citramen to... Um, now we have Tej for the blogger program, uh, Ch- Tej Cheatham to uh, everybody on the team, Julia Klaus uh, for all the video live streaming she does, to Val Desir, Home Labber, and uh, the work he's doing on the Vexpert Pro program to recruit more programs, uh, more people. Uh, the experts in country in language. Um, this stuff is just stuff that you just constantly never get done. So thankful for the whole team for doing that. And, uh, and thankful for everybody that listens to this podcast because I, 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 don't deserve it. Um, but I do try to get some guests and we do try to expose com- all the community activities that are going on so that if you're out in the globe somewhere, uh, across the U S or around the nation, around the world, um, you get some exposure to all the things that we're trying to work with you guys on to help you um, move the VMware ecosystem uh, forward. And hopefully everybody's having fun with that. So that's it that's my thanksgiving podcast uh i'm really excited i'm going home over the break to load i think uh 20 uh raspbian os's on sd cards so that when we get the uh, aws reinvent the all of the os's will be there we'll probably give away all the raspberry Pis like we did the last two shows um and so i have to reload them all again and get them set up Uh, we'll do that over the break put some slides together uh, and then hit the road to get to Vegas for one more week of fun. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. And uh, we will be back with regularly scheduled guests uh, once AWS reInvent is complete. All right. Uh, no V barbecue report at the end of the show. Um, there have been some great V barbecue reports that have been running around. Valdester made some great steak. Uh, I called him on it, but the pictures were so good. I thought that they were fake, but uh, apparently they're not. And, uh, I should, uh, post a picture of the view from the podcast studio. We have rain and clouds and no more blue smoke. Thank goodness. With that, have a great Thanksgiving. hope you guys all tell the people you love you love them, and I hope you have lots to be thankful for as well. We'll see you again in a couple weeks.